Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We move on today to verses 37 through 39 of Matthew chapter 23, the final three verses of this chapter. Jesus has just pronounced seven woes against the scribes, the Pharisees, and the other religious leaders of Israel. He concludes these statements with verse 36, where he says, I tell you the truth. All this will come upon this generation. Jerusalem and Israel's religious leaders had rejected their Messiah, and Jesus had rejected them. We have seen him denouncing them, but here in these final verses we see that he loved them, and we see him weeping over the city and its people. Here now are verses 37 through 39, and Matthew writes, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones all those God sends to her. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you this, you will never see me again until you are ready to welcome the one sent to you from God. If the disciples had any hope that Jesus would establish his kingdom at this time, his statement in verse 39 must have been a real shock to them. He makes it clear that he will not establish his kingdom on earth at this time, but he will come again to establish it. That means that the kingdom will be postponed. So we see the disciples coming to him with questions concerning the signs of his return. And this is the subject of chapter 24 and 25. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Matthew 23 presents a side of Jesus 
which we humans may not like to see. We like to see God as a God of love who forgives sin. But in Matthew 23, Jesus is seen as the God who condemns sin and passes judgment. I've spoken about this chapter for the last nine What's New programs. But fittingly, chapter 23 closes with a glimpse of the tears of Jesus, his compassion. These are the last recorded public words of Jesus spoken to Jerusalem and to Israel. The capital city represents the whole nation. So this is the final lament over this city and the people. Here is what Jesus said. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus had spoken before about his people killing the prophets, from godly Abel to the last martyred prophet Zechariah, and Jesus had predicted that they would continue to pursue, flog, and kill the prophets, the wise men, and the teachers in the future. While he was speaking to them, they were plotting to kill him. We have no reason to expect that things will be any different. Good and evil don't mix. Ever since Satan entered the picture in the Garden of Eden, he has used people to oppose God. Deicide, the attitude in the human heart to kill God, has been and will be evident until Satan's complete defeat at the Lord's return. Jesus knew history. He knew how some among his people had treated God's prophets, God's spokesmen. Being God, the future was history to him too. So he knew that this attitude and effort would continue. Not only was this true of Jesus' own people, but it is true generally of all nations and races. While efforts vary from country to country and age to age, the attitude and the effort to root out the godly is everywhere present. That's a part of the human scene, something to be expected. Paul once said, all who live godly will suffer persecution. With compassion in his voice, Jesus said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Chicks naturally run to the mother hen when trouble approaches. Not so Israel. Israel made a deliberate choice not to accept Jesus as Messiah. Every choice carries with it a result or results. And every person must live with the results of his choice, and so Israel. The result would be, in Jesus' own words, your house is left to you desolate. By house, Jesus may have meant the city of Jerusalem. In Jerusalem stood the temple of God. That was God's house. Here the great kings had ruled, and here the great prophets had spoken, and here the many priests loyal to their God administered. But on the other hand, 
Here the practice of idolatry had reared its ugly head. Here was adultery and sorcery had been openly practiced. For such crimes the law prescribed stoning. The Mishnah also prescribed stoning for false prophets. Now some in this same Jerusalem were planning to capture and put to death the Son of God. This city, with its house of God, would be left desolate, Jesus predicted. This coming event saddened the heart of our Lord. Jerusalem was sacked and taken by the Romans in A.D. 70, and the temple was destroyed. The word desolate means abandoned. The city was abandoned to Rome, and that was serious enough. But far more serious was the fact that it was being abandoned by the Lord. Jesus himself said, you will not see me again. He would leave the city. That was the consequence of their choice to reject the Messiah. I said a moment ago that every choice has its consequence. Every sin has its own built-in result or results. Every sin has its own reward. In their case, Jesus said, Your house will be left to you desolate, abandoned by God and abandoned to Rome. God will turn over the nation to Rome as a consequence of their rejection of Jesus. Paul focused on the same principle in Romans 1 when he said to those who suppressed the truth, exchanged it for a lie, and didn't retain God in their knowledge, then he would give them over to their depraved minds. This God did. Sin has its own built-in consequences. But in Jesus' final words to these Pharisees and teachers of the law, there is hope. He said, You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There will come a time when Israel will see him again. Their abandonment by God isn't permanent. While they looked on him whom they pierced, John 19.37 on the cross, there will come a time when they will recognize him whom they pierced as their Messiah, Zechariah 12.10. Israel will once more say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus quoted from Psalm 118.26. When Israel recognizes him whom they pierced as their Messiah, then Jesus will return to establish his final form of his kingdom, his reign on earth. And that will finally fulfill Israel's dreams and God's promised plan for them. God is a God of grace. There is hope.
abundant and free. And what joy fills my soul just to know, just to know that His grace is sufficient for me. And I don't know what to do On my knees I turn to Jesus For I know He'll see me through Then despair is changed to victory Every doubt just melts away And in Him there is hope of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.